0: Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us become conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education and director of GoTeach Global. Dr. Jim.
1: Story time, Paul. I was at a men's conference located on an island in the ocean. The participants were from 12 different language backgrounds, but they each spoke English. During free time, seven men signed up to go canoeing in a large fiberglass replica of a traditional Indian war canoe. The canoe was over 7 meters 20 feet long and could hold 16 paddlers, two abreast in eight seats. I watched as the seven men boarded the canoe for their adventure. None had ever been in a canoe before. Picture this, Paul. The first man went to the front seat of the canoe. The second pair sat in the second seat and the rest in the next two seats. One problem. The back seats were empty and now all the weight was at the front of the canoe. They shoved off from the dock and each man began paddling, on his own, at his own speed, with a predictable outcome. They were going nowhere. From the shore it looked quite comical. Have I mentioned that none of the men had ever been in a canoe before? The host saw the problem, jumped in his motorboat, went out to the large canoe and coached the men to spread out along the various seats, one to a seat, and paddle on alternate sides of the canoe. They did that, and off they went, paddling in a large circle, as the side with the strongest paddlers overpowered the weaker side. They were missing a sternsman in the back seat, who could steer the canoe and keep it on course. The host looked at me, knowing I had taught canoeing in the past, and said, Are you willing to join them and sit in the back and steer for those brothers? We jumped in the motorboat, raced out to the canoe as it was heading to a rocky area. I was introduced to the group by the host, climbed in the back seat of the canoe, and said, Together we can make it go straight, my brothers. See the man in the front seat? His name is Mark. Watch Mark's paddle. Make your paddle dip in the water at the exact same time and the same depth as Mark's. Are we ready? Go, and off we went, straight as an arrow, across the bay, around a smaller island, and back to the dock. As we approached the dock, a photographer took a picture of these men lifting their paddles in a triumphant salute. They did it. Moral of the story? Teamwork can accomplish more than seven individuals, each doing his own thing. But every team needs a coach or a leader. So what does the Bible teach about teamwork? Interestingly, the word teamwork is not found in Scripture. The concept of teamwork comes later in history with the initiation of team sports. In Bible days, the closest reference to a team would be a group of men commissioned for a task.
0: Like the twelve spies Moses selected? One from each tribe to go into the land of Canaan and report back what they saw?
1: Exactly. One example I like is the group of 30 warriors called the mighty men in King David's army. First Chronicles 11 tells us David had some 600 men, of which 30 were his mighty men. And Jashabim was the leader of the three mightiest warriors among David's men. We could say this group of 30 were in essence King David's national team.
0: Could the 12 apostles that Jesus chose to be with him also be considered a
1: team? In many ways, yes. Jesus spent considerable time with these 12 working on their emotions and jealousies and attitudes to prepare them to be his witnesses, or as the Greek word says, his martis or witness. The word that gets used in the Bible a few hundred times rather than the word team is the word disciple.
0: Jim, I understand teamwork from playing team sports in school, but how does this teamwork concept apply in a local
1: church? In Acts 6, we are told there was a complaint about the distribution of food to the widows. So the twelve disciples called a meeting of the believers and said, in essence, we should spend our time in prayer and the teaching of the word of God, not running a food program. So they selected seven men to take this responsibility. These men were well-respected and full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. Today, we would call this team of men deacons. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 12 that the church is like a body. Jesus Christ is the head of that body. He is like the coach or captain who directs the team, which in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is compared not to a competition, but to a body. I'll let you read it, Paul. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up
0: one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand— That does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not a part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you.
1: Scripture is clear. We need each other. No one can make it in the Christian life without the help and prayers and support of other Christians in the body, or in the boat, or on the team, however one chooses to define it. The bottom line is, we are a body of believers united in faith, given gifts by the Holy Spirit as He chooses to do whatever Jesus Christ, the Head, wants us to do for His glory.
0: This is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. We invite you to visit our website at goteachglobal.com. There you will find lots of teaching topics by Dr. Jim, and learn what the purpose and ministry of Global is all about. He and I have also written a text used around the world titled, Standing Strong Through the Storm. It's in its third edition and has been translated into more than 48 languages. You'll also find some videos of Standing Strong Through the Storm teaching on Dr. Jim's website as well as the YouTube link to 12 webinar videos recently offered on the topics from the SSTS text. While there on the Global website, you can see and listen to all or any of the episodes of this radio program and podcast, Men Alive. As of this recording, there are 128 programs there on many different topics, as well as comments from you, our listeners. Another of Dr. Jim's website pages allows you to download all the free documents offered here on the Men Alive programs. There is one we want to especially highlight on this program. It is titled, Live the Jesus Way. Dr. Jim and I want to see everyone living the Jesus Way, and that's why we're offering this special digital booklet. It contains 30 daily devotionals based on verses from two sources of the New Testament where Jesus identifies the key elements of his unique teaching. Live the Jesus Way is free for the downloading at www.goteachglobal.com.
1: While I was writing this topic on teamwork, my mechanic, who is a Christian, looked at the tires on our car and said, you need new tires, my brother. So I went to a second friend who had the same car and asked, where do you recommend I buy tires? He phoned a friend who sold tires, and the friend said, I need the number on the side of the tire to match the correct size. So he went outside to get the number, and as he bent over, he saw a hole on the side of my front tire. The rubber was ripped back, exposing a recent puncture that had not yet made it to the center. He ran back to me and said, you really need new tires today. When I told him how glad I was the Lord allowed him to find that hole before the tire blew while driving, he answered, that's teamwork. When I asked what he meant by teamwork, he said, the Lord used your mechanic and my eyesight to find that problem before it caused a serious accident. I call that divine teamwork. And I'm grateful I didn't lose a good friend in a car accident. Canada's national junior rowing team, eight Tall, strong male rowers sit in a long boat and row backwards, while a smaller statue coxswain directs the team with words and hand signals towards their goal some two kilometers away. It struck me that on every team or board or in every mentoring or discipling relationship, one person must clearly see the goal and steer the others towards that goal. But it takes the combined effort and strength of the entire team to successfully cross the finishing line.
0: So Jim, besides the church functioning as a body with their various spiritual gifts working to build up one another, are there other examples of teamwork in the Bible?
1: There are over 20 verses that have the phrase one another, listing things that we are to do to build up one another in the Christian faith. Individualism is not a biblical concept. Even God exists in a holy trinity as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Christian life was never designed to be a lonely individual pilgrimage. We need each other. In fact, it's virtually impossible to survive as a Christian on our own. The hand needs the eye. Christian prisoners in solitary confinement have reported upon their release that while alone they felt the presence of God's Holy Spirit in the cell, helping them, in answer to the prayers of people outside the prison. We need assurance to remember that Jesus is the head of the body. He is in control, and we are working to help him accomplish his task of building his church.
0: There you have it, men. Keep going strong. Jesus is the captain of our team, the head of the church, guiding us to become conformed to the image of Jesus Christ and use our gifts to His glory until we see Him face to face. Send us an email at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. And when you contact us, remember that Men Alive is a listener-supported radio program and podcast. We thank you for your encouragement. Men Alive is a production of the ministry Go Teach Global. We warmly welcome you to come visit us on our website at goteachglobal.com. There you will find background information about Dr. Jim, and the second page gives you an opportunity to listen to any or all of the many Men Alive recorded programs like this one. And there you also can make a tax deductible donation to the Canadian and USA registered charity Go Teach Global. This will help Dr. Jim and me to respond to the many requests we receive to teach our seminars in low-income areas of the world where opportunities to learn are sometimes limited. You can help us make a difference. Go to goteachglobal.com today. Until next time, I'm Paul Estabrooks on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham encouraging you to become Men Alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ.